If you're newly employed at Linköping University and on your way over to Sweden, this is the episode for you. Therese Lindqvist, who works with international staff support at LIU, has an arrival checklist prepared for you. This is Work at LIU. My name is Priya. Hi, Therese. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, so I think now that the pandemic isn't over, but things are easing up a bit, a lot of new people are probably arriving to Sweden and they've got their position at Linköping University. And yeah. obviously there are so many things to think about, but I think that you and I should talk about a couple of things that might be more important than others. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say something and then you'll answer. And I'll start Sounds with, good. let's just get right, in, right into it. So I'll start yeah. with something that I think everyone is wondering about, and that is accommodation. Yeah, that Where is Where am I supposed to <laughs> The big question. So yeah. do you have any tips on how to fix it and how does it, like, how does it work? What to expect when you, when you look at accommodation in Sweden? Well, I mean, it's, um, it's all around Sweden is actually quite a, it's quite a challenging housing market. So you need to be prepared to, to have a quite a deep look into it. Uh, and, and also another aspect is of course that, uh, Swedish people spend a lot of, uh, time and, and money on their housing. So in general, a lot of the uh, disposable income goes to, towards your accommodation in, in some way, uh, I would say at least a third of your, of your income uh, goes on, on rent or, 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 uh, if you have a, uh, property of your own, etc. So, uh, yeah, you should be prepared to, 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 to spend on living, uh, I would say. Um, so it can be quite challenging to get something permanent and, and really like the, the most desirable location, most uh, real perfect price. So, uh, it could be good to take something temporary at first. And then when you're here, you will find uh, something more permanent. Uh, you know, you start getting networks and you get here about these ways in. Um, but we, we do have for the, for the uh, housing companies, they have the queues that you can register for. So uh, make sure that you register as soon as you know that you're coming here, you can register in the, in the queue. So start doing that. And um there are options in the beginning that are uh, perhaps not uh, that either long term, but it's good to start with. So it could be private landlords, people renting out in, in for their own house and in, in sort of second hand. And also there are some housing companies that rent out furnished uh, apartments uh, that you can start with and then you can change once you're here. Yeah. I would say that's... Uh, and when it comes to the when it comes to the private landlords um i know that like the university doesn't hand out accommodation to international uh employees but there is a web page on the on the hr pages that actually have um ads for private from private landlords who they might have a room or sometimes houses and apartments and everything 
Yeah, they're, um, exactly. That is a, a really good way because they usually target, especially uh, sta- uh, staff at the university. Uh, so, of course, there are other like Facebook pages or, or uh, a page called Blocket or, or this in, in Sweden where you can find these open uh, private landlords that rent to everyone. But yeah, the, the university has their own sort of uh, page where you can ask as uh, incoming staff, you can contact these these uh, landlords uh, directly and, and get a contact that way. Exactly, that's yeah. a good way to go. But to keep your keep your eyes open and maybe not uh, be set on on a certain way of living because you might not get it. The the housing situation is quite hard in Lynn shopping and North shopping. Um, so be open to different different types of housing. I would say in the beginning. Yeah, that's okay. a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, something else I want to talk about, and which is, I think, quite Swedish. Uh, anywhere you go, well, when you're in contact with different authorities, you get asked, or when, you, when you're supposed to register for something, it says the word personnummer, which is a personal ID number. What is that? And how do I get it? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, if you're going to be here for more than a year, uh, you're allowed to get this, and and uh, we urge everyone uh, who will be to 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 apply for it as soon as soon as you come here, uh, actually, at uh, the tax agency Skatteverket. Uh, so have a have a walk down there. <laughs> it's in downtown town in both our cities, uh, and this is used for for most official matters, as you say, like with agencies or, or yeah, governmental agencies or other uh, parts like the healthcare system. You would need that uh, to be in the healthcare system to get the the benefits that we do um, as Swedes and the very low cost of healthcare, um, but also uh, like other services such as I think applying for you know, internet and, and these things can be can be very useful to get this uh, ID number and also to get something that we Swedes use a lot, which is the bank ID, uh, which we use a lot to identify ourselves when we shop online and, and when we do these things. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, doors will open uh, when yeah. you have this. Um, so you apply. Uh, you can also, at the same time, if you bring family, you apply for them as well. And uh, then it usually takes a few weeks to get it. And uh, once you have it, I mean, it's yours for life. Uh, so, uh, but if you are going to leave the country for a longer time, like when if you know you're leaving and you might be coming back, uh, but either way, if you're leaving, you should let uh, the tax agency know that you're leaving so that you are no longer in the system as an active Swedish resident. So, yeah. Uh, and we do have a podcast episode on uh, the personal ID numbers. So please listen listen to that or read more online uh, because it is, it is quite important to have one if you stay for more than a year. Um, it, it doesn't mean that if you're here less than a year, you won't be able to do anything. But if you're here for longer than a year, this will be useful. Yeah. Um, so listen to that podcast episode and read more online. 
and I uh, can also uh, tip, make a tip on the the tax agency now during the pandemic has started giving webinars, I think as often as once a month or every other month on, on civic registration, like this personal ID number, and also a little bit about taxes to get to know that. So if you have a look at events or, or uh, similar at the tax agency website, you can, uh, you can take part in these webinars. Yeah. So moving on to another thing that I think is quite important is the insurance and insurance that's quite a big word like <laughs> it, it can be anything yeah. but I want to talk about like home insurance health insurance and social insurance so we'll start with home insurance um, yeah how I does mean, that work yeah you, I mean you need um when when you have when you know where you're going to live, um, you need you need to insure your home. But that's also uh, in that way you also insure your belongings that you have. And so it's not only when sort of the your physical home. Uh, it's also your belongings and uh, also when you travel. Usually uh, it can be often uh, travel insurance included. Uh, so uh, LIU offers. Uh, insurance for all employees when they're at work. Uh, so it's going to and from work as well. Uh, but then you need something for, for your spare time. So that's where the home insurance comes in. And uh, yeah, uh, so that's basically like the basis of, of the, the home insurance. Yeah. And how about like a health insurance? You said that the LIU covers things that happen to and from work and at work. Yeah, um, because health insurance is also something else that can be good to have, I guess. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You can uh, also register for this, uh, you know, suggestively uh, with the same. <laughs> if you have a home insurance through one of the many companies, you, you could also add health insurance. Of course, uh, LIU as a, as a governmental agency has a lot of good uh, benefits so you should check with your HR to know like uh, what Leo can uh, sort of uh, give you if you if you become ill or, or, or these things but uh, you should definitely look into both uh, home and health insurance uh, privately as well it does not cost a lot at all it's it's very very cheap I think in in, uh, in comparison to many other countries where you spend yeah a lot of money on on uh, both of these so you should uh, it's definitely worth it yeah yeah um and social insurance i mean i know this isn't an easy topic because it's it's a quite complex um there are quite complex rules and regulations about social insurance but can you just mention something about social insurance in sweden yeah, sure. I mean, like you said, I'm not going to try to explain the whole <laughs> Swedish social insurance system. Uh, it's it's quite complicated, but the basis of it is, as mentioned before, the, the ID number or the civic registration number is the basis of, uh, if you have that, 
you're entitled to a lot of uh, different aids from Försäkringskassan, uh, the uh, agency for, for social insur- insurance. And that can be different aid depending on what terms uh, on what terms you are here. So depending on what kind of financing you have, if you're employed or if you're a scholar and these things, and whether or not you have this civic registration number. Uh, so it can be about, for instance, we have a very good uh, system for parental leave if you um, are ha- having a child and also if you take care of sick children um, and also if you yourself become sick for a longer time if uh, Shakin comes in as well to to give you extra uh, money when when uh, sort of your salary is not uh, coming in as, as usual uh, you can also get in some cases housing aid if you ever have a very high, expensive housing there are several aids you can get uh, but of course to know more check out the Försäkerings Kassan uh, to know more because they have all the uh, prerequisites uh, mentioned there yeah yeah and there are like ifs and buts to every situation so yeah. it's yeah <laughs> so it's better to just even for us who are like swedish citizens it's not that easy uh you expect uh, certain things but then sometimes it's just like it's it's quite complicated so it's better to just contact them yeah and they um, have a lot of uh, i i know calling them they have a lot of um, services in, in very different languages as well. So that's they do have a good uh, help in that way. You can get aid in uh, or direct contact in several languages if you want to yeah. talk to someone. Um, another thing that people might think about just when they arrive is um, where, where do I put my money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably have a bank account back home but that might be quite complex to get. I mean, your salary needs to go somewhere, you need to pay bills, and it might be easier to have a Swedish bank account. Um, how do I go about to open a Swedish bank account? Yeah, as you, as you mentioned, uh, you can, of course, uh, if you have a bank account from home, you can use that. But in the long run, if you're going to be here for a while, it's probably easier to to make sure that you have a, a Swedish bank account. Um, and, and there's a great myth out there <laughs> that you uh, that you need uh, the civic registration number or the personal number uh, to get, open a bank account. Uh, but that's not true. So <laughs> we need to, to kill that myth. And, and it's actually as uh, still in the in the banking world as well sometimes uh, but you do have the right to open by law it's it's you have the right to open a bank account without um, uh, the civic registration number as well but you do need to identify yourself properly in the way that is stated by the bank and you also need to uh, answer questions on money laundering because this is very important you need to prove that you are not going to do any <laughs> illegal uh, things with with the money that and, you And and just you get to in. clarify everyone gets this question like even Every time I need to do something with the bank, I have to answer these questions. So do not feel personally attacked. It's like everyone has to do it. Yeah, and because otherwise, they they by law have have the right to refuse you as a customer, uh, but they don't usually if you have a proper way of of uh, identifying yourself, and if you just answer these questions truthfully, they they usually don't have any reason not to open the bank account. But it's there. It's sort of their um, right not to open a bank account if they don't feel 
completely sure of how you're going to use this bank account uh, or, or the money coming into it uh, from the university, for instance. Yeah, exactly. And you can start this uh, usually before you come here. So you could uh, have a look at, at these uh, online um, registrations and uh, yeah, to see there are many different bank banks that you can uh, look into. Um, so so and uh, there's an, another way of, of course is also that you need to register your bank account with our the the university's bank which is called Swedbank you need to whether it's an international bank account or a swedish bank account you to get your salary paid to uh, to bank account you need to enter it with this Swedbank so it, that's also another aspect that you need to add to get your salary paid <laughs> okay um, we've talked about four quite big topics and obviously there are so many other things that you need to figure out before you move here, but I think, and I know that you also think that these might be the more, um, pressuring points, like the, what you think about and things you need to think about, like accommodation, the insurance and bank account, and I'm sure like everything else will work itself out once you're here. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything else you would like to add that might make things easier for someone who's newly employed and international? Well, as you said, I mean, it's uh, several different aspects of moving to an entirely new country. And besides, of course, you also need to get your residence permit. That this, this is um, a process that you get help with from your uh, department. Uh, but uh, besides that, you should really have a look at, at the... Uh, under the HR uh, pages at, at our uh, website, there are dedicated pages for international staff where it's stated uh, more about what we've talked about now, but also uh, good links to, to, other, to other pages that are uh, uh, yeah, useful to read up on. Yeah. Thank you very much, Therese, for talking to me today. Thank you for having me. You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya Eklund, and today's guest, Therese Lindqvist. Don't forget to follow international staff at LIU on Facebook, and also make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes.